As I continue to discuss the topic of shame, I want to talk today about the difference between shame and guilt. These two words are often interchangeable when people talk about mistakes being made. Shame derives from a word that means to cover and is often expressed by a covering gesture and, and a downcast gaze and a slack posture. Shame is a belief or thought that states, I'm deficient. I'm identified by my behavior. I'm a failure. So shame often solicits feelings of embarrassment and sorrow and anxiety and anger. Some of the behaviors of shame would be making excuses for myself, being defensive, justifying my actions, and then being under-responsible. We often may prefer to make secret of our shame, for shame can itself be shameful. Shame thrives and grows with secrecy and silence and judgment. Guilt, on the, hand, on the other hand, is an act of true moral wrong. It's a word that we use to identify personal responsibility for any mistakes that we make, admitting that we made a mistake, saying, it was my fault. Yes, you're right, I didn't listen very good, and I did forget I, interact, I interacted inappropriately. Guilt is reduced and eliminated with forgiveness. But shame pertains to a person while guilt pertains to an action. Shame says, I am bad. Guilt says, I did something bad. Shame and guilt often go hand in hand, which is why they're often confused. For instance, when we injure someone, we often feel bad about having done the, the act so that's guilty, but at the same time, I feel bad and I think bad about myself. An example would be like if I got picked up for speeding, for instance. An example of having a true moral wrong is that I would admit and maybe even apologize to the officer. I would maybe slow down, leave earlier next time so I don't have to rush. But thoughts of shame would be maybe a behavior that would be to, to get mad at the officer pass judgment on the legal system, maybe feel embarrassed that someone might see me, and then rationalize that other drivers speed more than I do. People with low self-esteem tend to be harsher on themselves and are more prone to shame. In some cases, they may defend against shame by shaming others. It's very hard to live alone in shame. The deep longing to rise above shame often incites you to shame others believing at least that I'm not the only one in this hellhole, so I'm going to bring somebody down with me. You know, when you're ready to speak up and, and speak re-emerging truth about yourself, that I'm not a mistake, that I just made a mistake, shame says to you, nuh-uh, uh-uh. Remember you got caught speeding? Remember you forgot that important meeting. Remember your teen is out of control. Remember that failed business of yours. Uh-uh. You can't speak up. Shame wants you to remember the lies that you have lived with most of your life, that what identifies you is what you do, not who you are. By the way, shame is correlated to addiction and depression and violence and bullying and suicide and eating disorders and, and much more. Grace and forgiveness is correlated with freedom, and joy, peace, 
and hope. Next week, I'll bring some thoughts about why we're so prone to thinking shame thoughts. This podcast is created to provide comfort, to speak joy, and to give hope. Have your best day today.